The sun's going down, but if you're clocking in, here's some things that only night shift will understand. Welcome to Paranormal Night Shift, your fan paranormal stories told here. Let's jump right into it. This story comes from TJ in Alabama. He says, I'm a correctional officer, and the thing that a lot of people don't understand about corrections is that term, life, without the possibility of parole. Or they're not going to face the electric chair or anything like that. No, they will live in the prison for the rest of their life. Worked maximum security for years. I had a use of force go wrong, and I had to get moved for a little bit. Call it administrative punishment on my part. Put me in the medical wing, which is basically babysitting a whole bunch of people who are sick or hurt with inside the prison. Other than a couple little hiccups, it was definitely a lot more relaxed than I was used to working in maximum security. Now I've been told and been warned before, you don't ever really want to read what people are in there for because you'll start acting different towards them once you know their crimes. But it was late one night and I was kind of bored started going through the cards to see what people's charges were. I came across one card for this old man who has been in medical for the last 20 years, basically, and I Google searched what he was there for. Crimes were absolutely heinous. He had begun a life without the possibility of parole and had been locked up for the better half of 50 years. And even now, in his older age, he was still cold-hearted. He was dangerous. He was absolutely horrible to deal with. He was rude to the nurses and he was always aggressive and violent. How come I hadn't heard about this guy? I'd worked max forever. Let me get to the paranormal part, because all of this is neither here or there. I just wanted to set the tone for how cold this guy was. He didn't like guards, he didn't like anybody, and he was aggressive and mean. That's what I need you to understand. Night as I'm doing my rounds, I hear him screaming, screaming like something horrible is happening in his cell. I'm very cautious, but when I go to his cell, I see him bald in the corner, fetal position, crying, this is a hardened, cold-blooded person, and he's sitting there crying like a baby. Grab the staff nurse and open the door, and he says, they've come for me. It's finally my time. Inmates play a lot of games with guards and nurses, so I assume it's some kind of play. He's just trying to get something out of us. Once the nurse checks him, we shut the door. But all night, all night he cries and screams, crying as if something is coming after him. The more checks we do, the more I realize something is truly, truly bothering this man. About three o'clock in the morning, he knocks on his cell door and asks for me to come over. And he asked me to do something that I've never been asked to. I'm not a very religious or spiritual man, but this man looks me in the eyes and says, please pray with me. It's the only way to get them to go away. I hadn't been to church in years myself, but I did my best, our father who art in heaven. He finally went to sleep the rest of the night. No more problems. I did my checks the rest of the night like anything else. No more problems out of him or anyone else. Breakfast comes early in the prison system, so 4.30 in the morning, the breakfast cart's there. Open his cell and he's not responsive. I call his name a couple of times and realize I don't think he's sleeping anymore. When I rolled him over, surely enough he had passed, but I'll never forget the look in his eyes and the look on his face of pure and utter terror. Whatever he had done in his past had finally come and collected its toll. 